0: Oh my goodness, my friends, today's episode with Sue Allen, who is a life transition coach, is so good. We talked about a mixture between living fully, of releasing shame, of healing, of returning to wholeness, of parenting, and overcoming toxic relationships, and shadow, like there is just so much inside of this episode that I can't wait for you to dive into to really open your heart to she is such a little wizard when it comes to understanding how to use our birth charts and she breaks mine down and so make sure you guys get you guys get your natal charts out if that's something that you want to dive into and how our life's path and our life's purpose really aligns with our gene keys and our human design and our natal charts and it's really one of those things I know when I first started to uncover this, these parts of myself, I released so much shame around how I lead myself. You know, I always grew up with this feeling that something was wrong with me that I never belonged. I was always different, you know. And instead of seeing that as a superpower and a uniqueness and this, you know, bold leadership that you see our brand stepping into now because it's this permission slip of life, this authenticity, this, you know, amplification of the humanness. I would dim that sh- that shine because I didn't want to be too much. I didn't want to be too loud and after understanding these concepts that Sue Allen breaks down for us, I can't even begin to describe the freedom that came from it, so I'm so excited to bring you her today. I will make sure to put her links and her social media and everything in the show notes so you can tap into it, but make sure you dive in there, and then for any woman that is looking to extend this conversation and tap into her boldness, tap into her bravery, tap into really uncovering who she is and claiming her voice, regulating her nervous system, tapping into this juicy wealth, creating these businesses and, you know, attracting the right life's path. I have an epic offer for you. I am opening up three spaces in my one-on-one mentorship for a woman that is ready to claim her boldness, ready to claim her confidence, ready to slay the shame and really step into her feminine leadership. This is where we really start to personalize the experience and dance into the chapter of life you know that it's for that woman that feels that blaze inside of her feels that she wants that too muchness inside of her to come alive to stand in her voice to set her boundaries to articulate her wants and her desires and then to lean back and be able to receive them because that's the juiciness of life isn't it so I have three spots available available for this if you're interested in jumping in reach out. I'll put again the link in the show notes where you can jump on a quick discovery call, see if it's a good fit for you, walk through the application process, really get the vibe, see if this is where you want to go. But really this is for a woman that is ready to step in, put two feet in, show up, claim her spot in the arena so that she can shine in her health, her wealth, and her relationships. This is six months. This is the highest level of support that I have available. And I open them every once in a while, and this is what we're stepping into right now. So I'll put that in the show notes below, but I'm so excited for you to step into this conversation, to claim this part of yourself, to own this part of yourself, walk into this with an open heart, open mind, open soul, and be ready to thrive. I will see you on the other side, my friend. You are listening to the Healing to Happy Podcast, a podcast where we have hard conversations that slay shame. It's about leaning into the vulnerability and reclaiming your bravery. I am Laura Patricia Martin, a trauma specialist who created this podcast to help women like you collapse the walls built up around their hearts due to the shame and trauma and life experiences, to have conversations we may be struggling to have with those around us so that we can break down the walls that are holding us back from living this bold, juicy, brave life. Here, myself, my guests, and my friends share their journeys of rebirth to help us get out of our own way, build authentic relationships and heart-centered businesses, and dance proudly into our fullest expression. I believe that when we bring light to a shadow, find richness within the in-between period with women who understand us, co-regulation occurs. Safety is imprinted, and we begin to set the tone for limitless potentiality. I am so honored to be here with you. So, let's begin. (laughs) all righty well thank you so much for being here my dear
1: thank you for having me excited to be here
0: me too and before we get into introductions and getting started I always like to start off the podcast by asking what is something you're currently going through for your healing to happy journey like being a human in this human moment i know when we come on podcasts and we kind of put people on pedestals and all that kind of thing and i just want to remind my audience of the humanness that does exist so what is something you're currently navigating right now
1: yeah i'd say right now my children are my biggest teacher um having my daughter i was around 27 when i had sienna and she was my biggest teacher to sort of start my healing journey you know finding out who I was and then now I'm 14 and 16 and that's that's continuing and and yeah they're my biggest teacher been embracing human design and parenting with them and just you know that reminder like you said that we are all souls having a human experience and at the end of the day we're all the same uh, you know pedestals that we put people on that I've also put myself on in the past removed all that and just reminder that we're all we're all one we're all connected and we're all just going through our version of of life exactly I
0: love that and I I can only imagine like motherhood and the mirror and the reflections and the things that come through and the regulation that needs to take place like I can only imagine so I'm sure a lot of mothers will benefit from hearing that as well (laughs) Um, but how about we jump in and just introduce yourself let everyone and let everyone know who you are
1: thank you yeah my name is Sue Ellen Grantchester I live in England but I was raised in South Africa I'm a women's empowerment coach and spiritual guide and mentor and intuitive healer and I just help clients remind them how incredible they are by removing any blocks and whether that's emotional energetic and just helping to become all that's already there within them. that just forgotten along the way.
0: Mm. And it's always so juicy. Like no matter what you do for a living, like whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's motherhood, whether it's, you know, corporate, it's really doing that quote unquote shadow work to tap into your intuition and tap into your clean energy and the authentic version of you, right? And I feel like that's something even, I don't know, Whatever chapter you're at. So I'm curious, what led you to that work? I know you were in law, I believe, before this. And so how did you end up doing all this kind of work now?
1: Yeah, well, it wasn't planned, um, <laughs> as I think most of the time isn't. It kind of called me and pulled me, and kind of a lot happened to sort of bring me to this place. But yeah, I went into law and um, was a partner at various law firms. and. I was I was doing well, but I was kind of on um like a treadmill just on autopilot through most of my teens and early twenties and pretty much running from like a traumatic childhood. and amazing parents and family, but some childhood trauma happened and that kind of blurred my life for a long time. And then having Sienna it, it kind of all came back and I was like you've got to deal with this. You can't run anymore. So started confronting that and started my healing journey down the traditional route of counseling and therapy, and it didn't do an awful lot for me. And um, sort of continued on my personal development journey, but still doing sort of law in the traditional sort of corporate route that I was supposed to be doing, you know, to make family proud. And yeah, living a, a very less, but very difficult life attracting abusive partners, controlling, jealous, um, pretty much all the triggers because I wanted to help them and avoid looking at myself and what I was running that, from that shame and guilt. And then um, after a number of more difficult relationships, I ended up um, retraining from because was like all these things haven't happened for no reason you know I'm here to sort of help others guide them through this through a, a better way so it doesn't take them as long as it's taken me sorry
0: that's
1: my little dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah so literally that's start, I started training as a well-being coach which then led me into empowerment coach and spiritual healing and just um, a number of different modalities really just to help shift the, the mindset the flashbacks all the things that I had sort of stored inside of me so it was kind of it was a definitely stepping stone and I've definitely taken the long route (laughs) long route round but I believe it all was meant to be
0: as it always is you know and I feel like it's when you're on a self-discovery journey there is no I know we live in an Amazon prime world or we think we're going to get there but it's like we the cool thing about healing and healers is it's this you know, you're healing yourself and then you're like, wow, this is so good. Let me help others do this, you know, in a way that feels grounded, that feels expansive to my soul and the other persons. And I know before this, we were kind of talking, riffing around some ideas of what to talk about. And I love the aspect of self-acceptance being the path of true healing, because it's such a cerebrally it sounds so easy right Mm. but it is long it is a continuous thing for every chapter of your life that you enter into there's something else right like there's something else that's uncovered so walk me through what that was for you and what you've learned and how you've shared and how you help other women do that now
1: sure absolutely absolutely yeah it like you said it sounds simple and in essence it is you know and I believe is we're all you know born worthy and incredible and perfect and then, then along the way we kind of forget through all these different layers that you talked about like with sort of shadows and things that we don't really want others to know about ourselves and it's going sort of full circle of starting that personal development journey of like who am I why am I here and I think the first thing That people might be called to is generally like the star signs and looking into that so I'm an aquarius so I'm here for like the whole you know collective and bringing everyone together and raising that sort of consciousness so that was the first sort of port of call like going down that route of understanding that which opened up a can of worms into numerology and then human design and natal charts and and all the rest of it but you know, being able to truly understand who we are and all the events of our life and how that's um, painted the picture that we hold of ourselves. And a lot of the time it isn't true. You know, it's, it's about um, unpacking that, understanding the subconscious thoughts that are, you know, recreating our life. And um, often our outer world is a reflection of our inner world, you know, whatever we're kind of lacking, is normally something that we're we're hiding from within. So it's different for for each person, but in terms of their overall journey, it's helping them to truly understand their path, you know, in a non-judgmental, unconditional loving environment, you know, safe environment for them to look at things and reflect on things and then to garner the wisdom from it, not to remain in the victim mindset of how awful event has been because let's say like 95 if not the whole world has undergone some kind of a traumatic event whether it's loss or illness or trauma or you know whatever that looks like relationship wise and it's I think it's such a shame really because we're we're hiding parts of ourselves that has such power over us that if we can be in a space for somebody to help us transmute that and heal that the power is gone Then and then it's like what's next what's possible for me now that that's not controlling my life so it's um yeah truly accepting ourselves allows us to have that self-worth to have that self-love which you know then you feel like anything's possible for you it's just that's a magic <laughs>
0: exactly. it's like stripping away those layers like I remember when I first my grandmother is was super into astrology right like but I didn't get it because I grew up on my mom's side which was very catholic oriented and like they kind of mm-hmm. feared that grandma they're like oh my god what is that wizard like what is she doing <laughs> um and none of it made sense. Cause like my core wounding is like shame and belonging and, you know, feeling like I'm overstepping things like all the time. So when I'm looking at that, it's like, well, I'm a Libra. So that makes sense. You know, relationships are a huge thing. So I feel if I don't feel like I belong, or I don't feel like I have my people, it's like, da, 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 like I'm freaking out and then projectors, right? Like it's, it's very different. I'm like, my brain just doesn't work the same way as everyone else. So for the people that don't know like star signs and numerology and human designs like can we i know that would be all different podcast episodes based on each one but but breaking that down a little bit to a very basic level of helping people in the beginning stages of that like where to start what does a star sign even mean is it like the sun the moon the rising like what does that mean and then human design is also a big one i would love to have a conversation
1: about sure yeah absolutely and you know for the libra it's all about the scales and the balance isn't it it's about you here to sort of being um harnessing that libra energy to show people that you can have the balance of of it all and it's you get to have it all and yeah we're both projectors aren't we
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and so, yeah, in terms of the, the natal charts, it's 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 divided up into which you've got like 12 houses and then that's divided into each house represents a different part of your life. So it could be possessions, it could be ego, it could be family. And depending on what sign that is in carries the energy of that sign. And then also depending on what planet is in there, it's also emphasised, whether it's to do with your communications or your life purpose or... But you've got the wounded healer in the chiron you know it's it's just insights into what you're here in this lifetime to heal or work through or garner the wisdom from so in terms of star signs and um, you've got your, the main sort of thing to look at would be your sun your moon your rising and that generally represents the different personalities the different sides to you like who you would be when people first meet you who you would be when you walk into a room of strangers and who you would be on your own so your moon is who you are when nobody's around you just on your own the sun is who the people are in your life that get to meet you and then your ascendant is when you walk into a room what does that sort of what traits do you sort of carry and it was only when I understood more about that myself was like how do you tap into the different energies to truly do what you've come here to do so for me like I'm Aquarius which is all about get out there and do it and you know it's changed the world yesterday but I've got Taurus moon and that is the Taurus is all about safety and security and beauty and pretty things so the two conflict each other because Taurus just wants to stay know, we're cool we're, we're happy here chilling in bed <laughs> projective vibes but the Aquarius is like, what are you doing? Get out there. Mm. And then I've got the sad Rising, which is, you know, all about, you know, the fun, the zesty, you know. So it's about leaning into the different energies of the signs, depending on what you're focusing on in your life. So that's where I like to look at it. In what, yeah, So you're Libra Sun. What do you
0: mean? I'm a double Libra. So Libra Rising, Libra Sun and an Aquarius Moon.
1: Oh, beautiful mix mm-hmm. yeah and then when you move into the human design that helps us in terms of like a blueprint and it's more about your energy you're going going into um it's a combination of a number of different modalities and it's it's pretty much like a blueprint of you to live your your best life and it's a call it the human design experiment because it's different for everybody even if you've you know there's no two charts that will be the same even if you know like we're both projectors or if you've both got the same authority but the main thing is to look at is the types you've got five different types your your life profile lines which is like how that would play out and what you would be here to focus on and then your authority is about like how you should be making decisions and it's not from your mind <laughs> generally speaking what's your authority the self-projector which is so funny because I
0: always used to be like I take out too much space I talk too much I talk about myself <laughs> too much and then I real and then I'd get like irritated if someone actually gives me advice I'd be like oh I'm such a bad student I can't take advice and then I'm like wait <laughs> Because I'm a self projector, but like I'm just processing. I'm not actually looking for it unless I ask for advice, right? Yes. But it's like I was always so self conscious about that being like, I'm so self centered, like I can't. And then <laughs> I get like irritated. I'm like, why am I such a bad student about it? I'm like, this uh, stuff is absolutely fascinating. And it does, like how you touched on earlier, it like gives you that breath to be like, oh, I'm not broken, you know, like yeah. this is just my blueprint of reality of what's going on to, to lead me to my divine purpose. And it really does clear things up a bit when you
1: get to learn it a bit. Yeah, and then that's the thing. It's that permission slip to, that you are, you know, that's who how you're meant to be. And like you said, you it's about speaking out, what, you know, getting to your own conclusion, but just having that space to, like you say, you know, project out, but it's for you to kind of come to those conclusions. And they're really powerful projectors, especially as coaches, you know the self projected type, and yeah. And when working with clients and you kind of go through this, it's they feel like, oh my gosh, it's it makes so much sense, and like you said, it's it's all how it's meant to be. And once people can kind of understand that, it's been a big change for me parenting, so I've got to manifest a teenage son and an emotional authority, so it's been a lot to navigate that emotional manifesting, generate a partner, and then a sacral. MG daughter so seeing how all the different nuances intertwine has been really really interesting but also really changed how our parents you know it's not about always treated them completely different you know one the boy and girl and two the different ages but this has given a whole nother depth to kind of see them as complete you know individuals as well as you know how to communicate with them all how to you know spend more quality time together especially with teenagers it's been a real real gift in that sense oh
0: I could only imagine like if my parents had that like the funny thing is when I I think we were in the mastermind little vortex group when I let this Mm -hmm. drop where I was like wait I always thought I was like the little sheep in my family like I'm a projector and they all have to be (laughs) manifesting generators like a hundred percent but both my brother and my father are both projectors as well. And then I'm like, I have, I don't know what time my mother was born and she has passed. So I can't really ask, but I'm like, she had to be the dynamic. Like, who do we get this from? But my brother and my dad are very much that projector lifestyle. But I realized from trauma responses, I was living out the manifesting generator, like hustle culture kind of thing. And I think that's what gave that breath being like, I'm, doing this I'm trying to keep up in a world that like I'm exhausted and bitter and annoyed and drinking too much and you know eating too little because I was not honoring this part of me and I feel like when we can take a pause and like look at things we're not usually used to like you said going to traditional you know cognitive therapy fantastic to a piece but then there's just these like elements of our life where it's like it's so much more right like it's not to say therapy isn't divine in its own capacities for certain things at certain moments but it's like understanding your blueprint really does start to make life feel like okay I do belong I am just in a different arena than these people and like the more you surround yourself and like how you said with your kids like I do that with my clients I do that with my staff I do you know it's like how can I better serve you by learning this about you you
1: know yeah absolutely and I think it just shows how unique and individual we all are you know and when i think especially when we've been down the road as coaches you know with different trainings and strategies and all the rest of it you know having that permission to kind of take what resonates and be what doesn't because we are also individual and we all have different strengths and gifts and things and it's it's just a i think it's really empowering to be able to give you know, people that additional skill to kind of get to know themselves on a deeper layer because instead of just through talking, you know, around the houses sometimes. Funnily enough, my dad is also a projector. I only found out recently and he's still such a generator. Oh. <laughs> um, even when I'm saying to him, you're doing the opposite of what you do. You know, I don't coach and there's people invite me, obviously as a projector. And I, I know over the years when I was younger, why things, you know, um might not have been taken on board and just leading through example and embodiment now but in the past um, so when i'll say to him I, you know when i was going through his channels like oh my gosh we're actually both spinning projectors and explaining it to him it made a lot of sense to him but he's still doing exactly <laughs> exactly what he's always done because it's it's all he knows you know
0: Exactly, the provider, the hustle, the doing. Like my dad is such a party human. Like he just travels the world with his wife, like doing all these things. I'm like, I love you, but what? Like how? Like he this much energy, and he's always out being social and doing all this stuff. I'm like, you just yes, like you're thriving, and it's the same thing. I like read it. I'm like, shouldn't you want to be alone and like do things? Like you hate being alone. I'm so confused how you get energy now, but again it's that sitting back trusting doing the kind of things um but you touched on one part the wounded healer Chiron Shiron, Chiron I don't know how to pronounce it Chiron Chiron Chiron. so I have that in my chart and I've always wondered what the heck is that like I have no
1: idea (laughs) so Chiron is an actually an asteroid so it's not a planet as such but it's um it's classed as the wounded healer because it's a it shows up in a part of our chart. It's not in everybody's chart, but if it's in your chart, it's something that you're here to heal in this lifetime. And I find it's in a lot of coaches, healers, um, you know, these service provider types who are here to help others, you know, move through things. And depending on which house it's in, is the area that you are, you know, here to move through there to garner that wisdom to help others through as well. Mm. So depending on the house and the sign that that's in and kind of harness those energies and you know utilize the skills to, to look into that more.
0: I'm writing this down so I can go look at my chart after to see where it's actually. <laughs> <my laughs> but I'm a printer downstairs, so I have to go look. We All did right. chat about this at one point, didn't we? And the- yeah, it was on, it was on something. Um, cause we were all doing our charts and I was like, where is it in mine? I know I have it. I just, <laughs> which is always funny. Um, when we're looking at, I want to get back to a topic when it's like learning human design. Cause so like what I do, right? Like it's more like that science side of the, let me understand how my body is working and that kind of stuff and helping my clients understand that. But what you're explaining to me about like the human design and the energy and the things of that nature, it's a lot, it's the ego death. Right. Like when we learn this stuff, like we've had self projection, self protection, which we mistake with self sabotage and all these kind of things as we grow up and due to trauma or life experiences or, you know, things we were told or witnessed. And we build up this narrative of how we're supposed to be. I'm supposed to be the lawyer. I'm supposed to be the doctor. I'm supposed to be the accountant. I'm doing all these things, right? And then something happens, you know, our prefrontal cortex, 25 years old, what have you, but that age could be your Saturn return, could be like different parts. You're like, who the heck am I? Like, <laughs> what am I doing in this life? And how could I make something more beautiful and impactful? And I kind of want to talk to that of, you know, making those life transitions making that pivot without shame without you know your inner shadows coming through and being like no you can't do that and how do we kind of start to navigate this in our life
1: yeah absolutely and it's I think there's there's certain points of our life that it comes about and obviously, around there is the sudden return is, is pretty much, so I was 27, 28 when literally, like I said, it was like a bombshell in my life. And when I look back and, you know, through different clients and family and things, when you sort of say, "What, what was going on in your life around this time? There's <laughs> generally always some kind of a story. Um, and yeah, any type of ego death, it's, it's, um, it's a part of this identity that we've held for ourselves for so long, isn't it? And it's a, something that crumbles and essentially that's where some kind of like a disconnect that happens and whether that's happened childhood in childhood and this is like another layer on it it's it's a sort of a, a time for us to truly pause and reflect on like why is this happening what is this trying to show me and depending on if you're spiritual or not quite often it's some kind of a redirected detour or a you know, moving you back in alignment to where, you, who, who, where you're where you truly supposed to be going. So if you want some kind of insight in that, you can look at your north node as well <laughs> in your natal chart. Because um, <clears throat> your north node, if you look at your south node and what house that's in and planet that's in, and look at your north node again, which house and planet, we are in this lifetime generally moving away from the south node that's like our last lifetime and moving towards our north node in this lifetime so if we've been on the path of shoulds and being conditioned and what we are doing to because what society tells us to do you know married and 2.4 kids or become the lawyer doctor whatever that looks like um it's you know whether it's family or generationally this is what you're supposed to be doing and it's it's often a time to sort of reassess and go actually what do i want out of my life what do i what does this why is this happening what does this look like and tap back into our desires you know often that goes back to the childhood what did what brought you joy and and environment and fun, you know, because when we tap into that element of play and in a child healing and reparenting, we then can take back control of our lives, how we wished it had been. And this isn't to um, say anything ill about parents, because I believe they've all done the best that they could with the parenting that they received, and to give them that grace and relinquish any blame in this regard but there'll, there'll always be elements of something that we wish we'd had you know as much as I want a parent um, to raise conscious children and um, through unconditional love and totally tailored to them there will be elements of things that they wish I'd done more of or less of and that's just the nature of life um, and for their soul growth but when we can come back to recenter ourselves as what do we truly want what is what are my values what where am I going from here and I like I do like a life audit with my clients and help them to reassess things that are going well in their life now what isn't going so well and put things in place to help them to feel like they've got more control of their life, but also at the same time, trust and surrender that they're being led on the next chapter of of their path.
0: I love that. And it's such a scary thing to do, right? Like, it's like dismantling what you've built up as your protection for so long. And then you get to a point where you're like, what the heck? Is my identity? You know, before we got on this phone call, I was like, I'm on my fourth life. Like, I don't even know right now, but I'm here. Like, that's the fun part of this work is you always have the tools to go on this journey and hold the capacity for your clients and continue to evolve and travel and dismantle because you're gonna have so many identities within your lifetime. When you become a mom, when you become a wife, when you become a business owner, when you become, I don't know, a traveler. Like, there's all these different identities and we get stuck in these well it should be this way
1: it really like
0: it's supposed to be I should be this by this age I should be a mom by this time I should have my you know 2.4 kids I should have a business that looks like this a husband or a wife that looks like this like it's all of these shoulds that put so much pressure and then gets in the way of the manifesting capabilities that we're supposed to be living out right because we get trapped and we're like well, I'm writing down my manifestations. I'm writing down every day. I'm scripting and I'm, I'm, I'm putting it down on paper and I'm reading it and I have my sticky notes all around my house and <laughs> what we all do, we've all done it. And then we're like, why isn't this coming true yet? Why isn't this happening? So can we speak to that? Can we speak to why are my sticky notes not working? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I love my... I love affirmations and yeah, absolutely. I, I completely relate to that journey of manifesting, scripting, writing, and like, why is it not coming true? And it goes back to the, the deep inner belief that I didn't feel I was truly worthy of it, you know? And then when something good happened, something bad, the other shoe was gonna drop. And if anyone wants to dive into that more, the Big Leap book is incredible which talks about the glass ceiling and we place above ourselves. But I won't digress onto that. But yeah, I think the the point is to get to the point of being able to hold it all, like you said, being able to walk with the disappointment and being able to still continue to move towards those desires and the hopes. And looking at when you read that sticky note and affirmation or you know, look at your vision board, are you inside actually going that's never going to happen that's not going to happen for me as if that's going to happen or it's going to take a long time or and just noticing those thoughts and you know doing whatever it looks like to unpack and rewire that whether that's you know affirmations, the journaling hypnosis tapping getting that energetic emotional block out because it's unlike dark subconscious mind that's going to be Ruling and deciding our reality that we see in front of us, and I think that was that was shocking when I found that out. Like ninety-five percent of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions are all subconscious and deep-rooted from stuff that we don't even remember half of, because it's all in our mind. That's a big computer. (laughs) It's mad, isn't it? It's wild.
0: Like the more I learn about this stuff from a science level, spiritual level, soul level, it always makes me be like, holy ravioli, what do I do, (laughs) right? But at the end of the day, it's trusting and holding the capacity, right? Like that's the duality of life and being able to hold that fear and that manifestation and being able to witness that thought underneath without being like, oh no, I can't have that thought that I don't think I'm worthy. Oh no, I can't have that thought that I feel like I won't be, you know an eight figure business owner and all these kind of beliefs that come up and just witnessing that without attaching to it. Like for me, I realize doing the trauma work and things underneath, if my sticky notes are like I am an eight figure business owner my subconscious is like, no, you ain't girl. No, you ain't. Like, it's one of these things. <laughs> so it has to be either like, <laughs> exactly. like no, nope. it's like, it's like I'm on the journey too. and then my nervous system is like, okay, yeah, like I can see that. Or I question, I like put it in a question of like, I don't know, are we on our way to being this? Or is there something that I'm doing now that then I can step into fueling that right now? And my nervous system is like, yeah, that works. But if it's just like, I'm an eight figure business owner, I have my beach house. And the love of my life, my nervous system is like, uh, no, like look around you. No, you don't. Like, it's one of those things of like playing with that subconscious, like shadow sister that you have instead of like squashing her down and being like, no, you cannot speak that. It's just like, thank you for the self-protection that you've had for with me for X amount of years. I'm okay now I'm safe to release that programming and I'm going to (laughs) move forward with this new paradigm which for me has really helped understanding you know my star signs and you know my gene keys and my human design and all that kind of stuff to really understand oh like these thoughts the reason I'm having these shadow thoughts is because of the core wounding and the programming of that misalignment of the parts of me that I've been in survival mode about
1: Absolutely, and I think that's the point, isn't it? It's allowing that space, whether that's on your own with the coach and the training, a therapist, whatever that looks like, because quite often when things happen in our lives that we've been disappointed with or upset about, it's not just that event. We then add another layer of emotion of shame or guilt or fear of what's to come. And then we kind of get stuck in the spiral of replaying those events over and over which then keeps us in that spiral of that's what we're attracting, that's what we're feeling, that's what we're putting out to the universe of, you know, fear and, oh, my God, and, you know, freeze or fright and flight and all the rest of it. So when you can kind of give yourself that space to witness it, whether that's screaming in the car as you're driving along to music or... One of my you know, favourite things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> isn't that <maybe? laughs> crying whatever that looks like transmuting it you know through healing modalities you know energy healing um tapping is obviously really powerful emdr there's so many different routes that can look like for people um but like you said not just shoving it down it's there trying to get your attention because it's been ignored or pushed down or avoided for so long and now it's coming back with a vengeance (laughs) and it won't stop till you listen, and that can often lead to other things. Like, obviously, um, you know, you take people through with gut health and autoimmune disorders and long term chronic illnesses. And so, the sooner we kind of make friends with our shadows and release that shame of the hold that it's got over us, it transmutes that energy into something that we can use as a force for good. Yeah, and that brings me
0: to a topic I wanted to transition to, which was shame. It's that whole part of us where it's like, I'm not doing what I thought I was meant to be doing. And then I all of a sudden hit this peak in my life and I thought I would be happy. I thought that would give me this feeling of satisfaction, of belonging, of worthiness, of love, of all this. And you're sitting in it and you're like, I know I should be happy. You're like in a room full of people you love and you're like, I'm not here. Like, I'm not happy right now. And I'm shameful because I'm not happy. And I found on my own journey, it's because those are things, right? Like people, places, tools, things, like that's just stuff that you can fill yourself with. And we're trained, especially in a consumer culture, that that will give me happiness. If I have the most sexiest, delicious piece of human as my partner I will be so happy if I have that eight-figure business I'll be so good like if I have all of these things I'll ultimately be there but when we get there we have the shame because wait I'm not happy yet and so I know something you speak on is releasing shame and healing that and so for someone that's in that space right and they're like I know I should be
1: happy and I'm not what would you talk to them about I'd say the first step would be starting to build a relationship back up with yourselves, starting to build a connection with yourself. Mirror work is incredibly powerful for this. Just having a chat doesn't have to be a deep you know, session, just starting to make eye contact, starting to build that connection back up, um, getting in tune with your body, um, body massage on yourself and just starting to get to know what you like you know what um what brings you joy from a nice cup of tea to reading a book or program um i i keep this next to my computer um have a little like joy list of all the things of my favorite things to do and I think it's, I can't even remember where I heard about it, but it's one of my favorite things as well to take people through to sort of help them to have a space that they can have a, a place to turn to of, of when they just feel a bit flat or um, stuck, that they have a like a list of things that they can kind of go to, to help them connect back to themselves again. But, any type of thing where we're looking outside of ourselves, it's because we're not feeling that inner worthiness to truly, truly belong, truly be happy. And it's, it's building that that relationship back up with yourself to, to understand what is that you know what does bring you that joy and happiness. And one of the simplest ways is getting out in nature, you know, spending time with Mother Gaia who holds us all and supports us from the moment we arrive to the moment we leave and we so often take it for granted I know I did for a long time and just allowing yourself that space to reconnect so that you can be brought back to yourself and understand that we're all on a different journey and we're all kind of going through different things at different parts of our lives And any shame that you're carrying is just a part of yourself that you've abandoned that you can give love and light and healing and forgiveness to. You know, one of the hardest things is we often try and look at forgiving others, but we never look at forgiving ourselves. And that was one of the most freeing things I did for me was to forgive myself for everything, all the decisions, all the things I would Ran from and the people i hurt along the way, and taking responsibility for for that mm-hmm. brought back re- allowed me to reclaim that power back to then go. You know, I can sit and sit with people of all walks of life, of all wealths. You know, from people who, you know we lived in council houses at one point through to you know million pound mansions, and I still treated everybody exactly the same throughout all of that and when you can kind of get back to a grounded place of you know who you are and no matter what happens you're going to be okay because you have ways of moving through these emotions and mm-hmm. yeah just giving yourself that space and compassion that it was never yours in the first place
0: mm-hmm. and it's all part of the journey at the end of the day I also have um a note section on my phone that's called Laura's Dopamine Toolkit. So every time I'm like in a state of arousal, I'm like, what brings me joy? Like what actually brings my nervous system down? And like 85% of them is something outdoors in nature with my feet in some dirt playing around in the sun, like things like that. And it's, it's so true when we sit and understand like what shame is, what a shadow is. Like shame is just a shadow that has been disowned and hasn't been claimed yet. And it's something that we're afraid of other people finding out about us so we hide it from ourselves and you know who is it it's Rumi or someone that was saying like your you know shadows once they become conscious are no longer part of your ego because now it's a conscious thought right so it's yeah. one of these things that when we sit in, in like human design and you know gene keys have been so freaking powerful on my journey for this aspect like sitting in and be like let me claim that part of me instead of disowning it, instead of, you know, trying to out diet it or out supplement it or out drink it. It's like, let me just sit down and be like, what do you want to talk about? What are you trying to protect me from right now? Because in the present moment I'm safe. Like yeah. I can be going through something, right? Like we will always have turmoil in life. We can, we'll always have things that happen, but it doesn't have to be suffering. It doesn't have to be something that builds more shame that we have to hide more of ourselves being like, oh my goodness, and this is where imposter syndrome comes, right? Like, oh my God, I'm going to be found out. They're going to find out I am not perfect. And I know when I was first going through my breakup, I was like, oh, I'm just coming out with a relationship course. I can't do that. Like what is happening? And it's that whole shame thing to sit there and be like, is this actually something that is, it, can this be proven in a court of law to be something that's shameful? Or is it just invitation of a part of myself I haven't totally claimed yet? You know, my sense of belonging, my sense of worth, that sense of, you know, meeting perfection and things of that nature. Like all of those are just symptoms of a shadow at the end of the day, right? But we get caught up chasing the symptoms just as i talk about in health and things like that we do the same thing with our nervous system and our ego and our energy it's we get so caught up in chasing the relationship or the money or the you know different dynamics the friendships the houses when it's like at the core it's you
1: where does that come from <laughs> Still, I don't even know what that's going <laughs> That's bizarre. That's weird. Not even anything, are No idea. Yeah, yeah. my phone's on plane mode. That is bizarre. <laughs> I hope it gives everyone a little fright.
0: They're like, they're out walking and then they're like, back to the conversation. <laughs> a nice little pattern in that The universe likes what we're talking about, basically. Uh, talking about some palace of something,
1: but yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And yeah, absolutely. And I think even though relationships don't work out, it doesn't mean that we haven't gone and wisdom and guidance and insight that we can help others and teach to others on. You know, that relationship is what it was meant to be for you. The same for me and my past relationships. It's they've all added something to us for us to learn the lesson from. And it's up to us whether we claim that lesson and that wisdom from it or, you know, add it to the the shame box you know all the whatever that looks like and I think the more like you said about making making friends with whether that's your inner critic or your inner protector making friends with them instead of saying what is it you need you know what are, what are you trying to tell me and understanding that and that often can look like a nervous system issue that's coming up you know whether you are freeze or fight or flight or you know whether it's some kind of an anxious or avoidant attachment in relationships. It's, um, it's funny when you look into the different layers, how they kind of all sort of cross over between the two, but to, to understand and make friends with that instead of say, um, I'm an adult now, I've kind of got this, I understand, give it space, listen to what it says, whether that's journaling or literally like a close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, have a conversation. And once you've had that space kind of say, thank you for that insight, I've got this now, we're safe, like you said, you know, whatever regulation thing that looks like for you, say, We've, we can carry on now, it's not, you don't need to kind of protect me in this space, so that's, that's helped me a lot along the way.
0: Yeah, it's that freedom. It's the inner conversation. I feel like we just spend so much time not having a conversation with the trigger. It's like, I'm triggered. Let me get out of it. Let me, you know, escape it, which is common, you know, like we don't want pain. Our literal brain is made up to avoid pain. Like it makes sense, but to actually sit in it and be like, what are you, what are you teaching me? This is why, you know, meditation, this is why hot yoga, this is why cold plunge therapy are so good for rebuilding those parts of your brains. Cause you learn to sit in a short-term pain, knowing that it'll end. And you learn to sit in that trigger, like a hot yoga pose where you're like, I am going to face plant this floor right now. <laughs> this is so painful, but you know, it's going to end, you know, you're going to get out of it or like going into cold plunge therapy, you know, right. When you get in, it's like, <gasps> Oh my goodness. And then you get out and you know, it's going to end. You're not actually freezing and that's training your brain the same way as healing trauma responses, healing shame, healing these kind of, you know, parts of our brain where we can get stuck thinking it's going to last forever. Thinking this, you know, imposter syndrome or these relationship patternings or these money blocks or this, you know, business plateau. Like we think we're like, Oh my God, I'm never going to get out of this. And at the core, that's not true. Like we are all resilient little cookies that can figure out solutions for almost everything. And it's just practicing that it's sitting in that it's realizing or it's asking the question, like, what is this showing me? Like, what can I learn from this gray area moment, this in between, what can I lean into right now to actually become the version of me that this universe is propelling me into. But I see a lot of women where it's like, but I'm used to this way. I'm used to, you know, my relationships looking like this or my health being like this or I'm always chasing that next dollar and I'm losing money and I can't keep a job like we get this stuck in our head where it's like it's always like this and in reality it's not it's not it's just that's your nervous system that's your programming that's that's the loop we get stuck inside and again if you go to your charts and you go to your human it's like look at what the lesson is that you're not learning
1: so we don't have to repeat
0: it in the next lifetime like just some advice like look at it
1: (laughs) absolutely and I think that's it isn't it It's that loop that we don't we don't always witness or give that space or learn that lesson and kind of go right I've I've gone at that now and I'm ready for that next up level and I think a big a big shift of that's helped me and clients is when we create and look at the version of the woman that we want to be without you know whatever's holding us back right now and becoming that becoming like you talked we talked about earlier in the beginning about connecting to that woman emotionally and you know visually and then helping letting her be your inner guiding force because she is anyway but it's we can kind of get stuck in our mind too and this is where the human design authority comes into it because that is our gps that is our inner pull of our compass of what's what we're really truly capable of but our mind is like no stay safe you know don't do it (laughs) so the more that we kind of let her lead the way the, the quicker and faster we can shift through these things. And a big thing I'd like to share with your listeners is that healing can be fun, you know, depending on which path you take. I don't, I don't feel it has to be treacherous and traumatic and long and arduous. I think you can shift things in one conversation. I think you can shift things in one healing session, you know, obviously depending on what's happened, but being in a space of somebody who really truly sees you and lets you witness what the event is and helps you reframe it and move on is is truly powerful so yeah just wanted to share that
0: i think that's a perfect place to kind of land on it's work it gets to be fun like i like the the term like we have work to do you know things of that nature it's quote unquote work it's like Yes, and right. Like the interview that'll be coming out before yours is about like sexual pleasure, right? And that kind of nature, like that kind of leading you where it's like there are so many facets. Yes, shadow work is not the most ideal thing in the world, but like also on the other side is that it gets to be really fun. It gets to be this part that you get to integrate into your life where it's you're excited to implement it every day. You're excited to show up for it and lean into yourself and learn about it. Not being like, Oh my God, what other thing am I going to find wrong today? Like that means you're kind of steering it in the wrong direction. And that's where I would, you know, recommend reaching out to Sue and like going in the direction of like, where can I heal my energy and tap into these things? So it is this playful thing. So I would love for you to kind of break down what is it like to work with you? What do you help your clients with? How can I,
1: Lovely little community. Reach out to you. What do you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at I am Sue Allen at A W L E N, and yeah, I tailor programs depending on clients. Depend and I work with them on sort of three to six months onwards, and I also have shorter term um, courses that are live or passive that people can jump in and. From life transitions through to healing through to in a child and yeah just helping people to to reframe and step into that version of of whatever it is they're here to do you know their purpose like helping them to have more energy bring more peace and happiness to their life and just to to truly live like a wholesome life you know Um, and I truly believe that's that we can all have that and I'd love to do a little card pull. Yes,
0: so, I would love
1: that. So I've I've pulled this one from the healing mantra, which is Matt Kahn's deck, because I thought that would be pretty prudent for your podcast. How many? Do you want me to do, do a couple or three? Yeah, let's, let's do take it. A yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I'll do a one okay so depending on what number you pick (laughs) okay number one is untangling neglect and the affirmation is I take the time to give myself all the approval I desire Mm. beautiful the next one is relevant to what we've been talking about welcoming surrender so this is card number two And there is no problem, only destiny being revealed. (laughs) Love it. And the last one is a beautiful lotus flower. And it's number three is honoring adversity. A fire reveals a path of renewed direction once the burning is complete. Mm. All about that rebirth. Mm.
0: Beautiful. I love it. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to put everything in the show notes because I'm so excited for my community to reach out to you and connect and honestly I think this is one of my favorite conversations this was so fun and I learned so much I'm definitely gonna go look at I can't pronounce it Chiron Chiron
1: Chiron, Chiron. <laughs> I can't I'm gonna go check Chiron. that out and
0: then I'm gonna go look at my north note because I'm very curious to what it is in my needle part but
1: thank you you. To let me know what they
0: say yes I will and I will put everything in the show notes but
1: thank you so much have a good rest of your day thank you you too, babe. bye bye.